Welcome to A Magical Life, Health, Wealth and Weight Loss. I'm your host, Magic Barclay, Lead Practitioner at Holistic Natural Health Australia and number one best-selling author. In this podcast, I aim to give you practical tips on how to accelerate and sustain your health, increase your financial, spiritual and emotional wealth and to look at something that haunts many of us needlessly, weight loss. In some episodes, I'll have guests available to give you even more tips, but in others, the floor is yours. Drop us a line at A Magical Life Podcast on Facebook and let me know what you would like to know more about. Now, sit back and enjoy, because it is time for you to create and truly discover a magical life. Welcome back to A Magical Life. I'm Magic Barclay, your host, and I'm joined today by Aileen McCarthy. Now, Aileen is a functional health solutions practitioner and a certified health coach, fascia and movement therapist, aromatherapist, and a gyrotonic teacher. Now, I have to ask her more about that. Welcome, Aileen. Hi, Magic. So nice to see you, meet with you today, virtually. (laughs) (laughs) Virtually, yeah. Now, what is gyrotonic? The gyrotonic method is a beautiful movement system uh, that has been developed by a ballet dancer and is really very much, to me anyway, all about the fascia, the connective tissue of the body. Of course, you're going to be exercising your muscles, but um, it is so intrinsically set up to um really support the the connective tissue inside your joints it's really decompressing for your body and your joints and so i find it an amazing um healing modality that really tied in with the hands on fascia work that i had previously trained in so um the way i got into it was through my own back injuries and chronic pain that i had and i did the first gyrotonic uh, class and all these light bulbs went on in my head um of like oh my god this is exactly what i'm trying you know what i'm doing with people with my hands but i'm actually now doing it myself in a movement form So it was instantly extremely fascinating to me. And of course, I had to keep going and become a teacher myself. That is fantastic. And I've seen some demonstrations on your Facebook of you doing it. And it just looks fun. Looks really, really fun. Now, Aileen, you're passionate about helping your clients love their body and their mind. And to get back to vibrant cellular health and energy, why is that? I have had um, a long history of, uh, as I mentioned before, I've always struggled with chronic back pain because I have a scoliosis. But also um, I grew up in the 80s eating a lot of sugar and having a lot of antibiotics (laughs) and, and not the healthiest diet even in my 20s when I became a vegetarian for 13 years and I thought I was doing all the right things, but I basically just uh, ate a lot of carbs and, and more sugar <laughs> um, and wasn't really very well informed on uh, how, what it meant to be a really good plant-based on a plant-based diet basically. And so 
when I had my big health crisis after my second child was born and I basically had a lot of ligament tears around my pelvis, I was then um, sort of spiraling down, being put on really uh, heavy pain medication and um, a Valium and all sorts of other prescription medication from uh, different neurosurgeons and people that I was seeing at the time. And then I ended up seeing rheumatologists or um, yeah, different sort of inflammatory doctors that would then diagnose me with uh, rheumatoid arthritis, um, which was absolutely devastating to me at the time because I literally thought my life would sort of end in a wheelchair and I didn't know that there is ways to actually help your body um, heal from that inflammation. Um, and I really had to hit rock bottom with that um, until one day I decided um, I can't be a victim anymore. I stopped taking all of the pain medication and really started healing my gut. Um, saw an integrative doctor who helped me do all a, a whole lot of testing and obviously go through a program of eliminating trigger foods and, and really going after my gut health and therefore reducing my inflammation and obviously um, seeing uh, osteopath and um, enjoying, you know, keep going with my movement and, and keep strengthening my back as well. So everything came together very holistically, but in the end, I'm very healthy and thriving today. And I can lift very heavy weights and I don't have rheumatoid arthritis. And so I'm very, very passionate about spreading that message and showing um, other people out there who are, you know, left let down by the mainstream medical system, unfortunately, which is so valuable. But in these sort of chronic things, sometimes you can really feel quite isolated, quite left, uh, you know, to your own devices. No one is really coordinating the information between different uh, specialists for you. And so you become more and more um, disoriented with your own healing journey. And I can't even imagine how it would be for someone who has cancer or, or a really severe condition because it must be so hard even just keeping the communication up between different health practitioners. Aileen, I can tell you firsthand what it's like having cancer. And all medical, modern medical professionals from Western medicine give you the worst case scenario. And when you're in a really vulnerable position, getting that label, getting that diagnosis, the worst case scenario is often all you can hear and comprehend. And, you know, as with you, with your rheumatoid arthritis, you immediately went to, is my life going to end in a wheelchair when you have something like cancer? It's the same, you know, am I going to be isolated in my last days? What is that going to look like for me? And you're right, modern medicine, there's no one guiding that. There's no facilitator. It's up to the the patient or the client who is often not, in the right headspace to do that. Yeah, 100%. So I got like more and more down in myself. I got severely anxious about everything. I still had to care for two small children. One of them was actually a baby and, you know, lifting them around wasn't very nice on top of everything else. 
Um, so, and you know, taking prescription drugs also made me heavily uh, sedated as well. And they made me slightly crazy. And as soon as I actually had weaned myself of these uh, pain medications, um, I was so much better already. It was like night and day difference. And there I was having another hundred prescriptions basically in my drawer because the GP and the other doctors were convinced that that's what I was going to be on. And so they didn't even want to see me anymore. They just gave me, you know, here's your net, next 50 prescriptions for more codeine sort of thing. Mm. And every time I would say to them, I don't want to take that stuff. It makes me feel really horrible. I don't want to take more of that. I can't, I need help. And they would just not have any help for me, you know? Um, so I'm not blaming them, but I had to come to my own conclusion going, hang on, actually these medications are making me worse. They're not making me better. And I'm going to stop taking them and I'm going to take that risk, how it feels in that moment because you're going against your doctor's advice. And, and I'm going to try and find another solution. Um, but I'm obviously so glad that I did. And um, as I said, I was already... 50% better after even just weaning myself off that medication because my body had become very addicted to it, unfortunately. Now, any information that we share here today on the podcast by no means replaces information from your doctors. Uh, just a little message to the listeners there. But we hope that you can take away some of what we have said today and apply it to your life. Now, Aileen, what can your expertise do to help people accelerate their health, be it emotional, spiritual or physical? With my very unique skill set of doing hands-on work, but combining movement into it, but also combining the health coaching and, um, you know, the integrative nutrition health coaching that I do and the functional health solutions, I can really offer a quite holistic and very compassionate view as well because I've had my own struggles so I can really um, see if someone has a chronic pain issue that might be having underlying problems like gut health or liver health and stuff like that as well which it very often is so I see that more and more the more I keep learning about the body and how it functions as an, a whole ecosystem um, the, the body and the mind are not disconnected. They are one. And so is our gut-brain connection. And so is our microbiome, a communication with our outside world and, and our inside world. Um, the more I can see that we need someone who, who, who thinks about, you know, what else can be involved and that doesn't mean that I'm not going to refer them on if I think, you know, someone else needs to be looking into that. Absolutely not. But I have the capacity to do quite a lot holistically for that person and, and then actually also know where to refer them to if they need more intensive testing or care. That is fantastic. And, uh, yeah, the functional health solutions, that's a real game changer, I, I believe, in getting a proper level of gut health in reducing inflammation and in becoming pain-free 
That is just brilliant. Now, Aileen, what are your top three tips to creating wealth? Now, when we talk wealth, we look at financial, personal and emotional. Definitely my number one tip is to step out of your comfort zone. You cannot grow or create anything if you keep playing small and if you're not stepping into your power. Um, And, yeah, if you're staying in your comfort zone. So that is a very important key message. I've done a lot of uh, work with Tony Robbins and other sort of growth facilitators. Um, and I found that to be an absolute key in it doesn't matter if it's emotional, spiritual or uh, financial wealth. The other one would be taking action. Taking action is often, we often take action in our mind, but we don't really do it in, in real life. So, for example, in our relationships, we often think we tell the other person that we love them. Um, but we're not really taking action to properly show that, that we actually show it with our actions, that we're making time for that person, that we do value the friendship with that person or that time. Uh, And it's the same with our job or the same with our self-care. So we often have a lot of dreams in our mind, but we're not putting it into action. And that's the only only thing that's really going to show the outside world that you mean what you're saying um so that is number two and number three would just be um to to have no fear and and to keep going you know and don't let fear stop yourself so true i i recently wrote a blog about fear and that we use it as an excuse to stop us achieving, to stop us growing, to stop us really thinking about ourselves. Uh, Fear can mean a lot of things to a lot of people, but it's something that feeds stress. Now, we talked a little bit about inflammation and gut. What can you tell us about stress? Stress is literally probably the number one in terms of health disruption in general so it's so detrimental to your gut and your microbiome it really plays havoc because you release cortisol if you have too much cortisol it can really um, eat up your gut lining eat up all the other cartilage that you have in your body and affect the connective tissue it can also influence all the other hormones that you're having so you know, you're then not sleeping well and then you're having a huge cascade of negative health effects just from stress. So as an integrative nutrition health coach, we always prioritize the primary foods before the secondary foods. Um, And the primary foods are really the foods that, um, you know, have nothing to do with food, actually. They're our relationships, They're our sleep, they're our emotional uh, wellness and stress is one big part of that primary food and how you're managing and how you're nourishing yourself with that. Whereas the secondary foods are what you have in your mind as food, the actual nutrition and water and stuff that you're taking in. And I always say to people, you know, you can eat all the kale and the green smoothies and the superfoods 
but you're not going to digest all of those beautiful nutrients if you're stressed or you're hating your job or your relationships are making you sad all the time. So really those primary foods are so much more important that uh, a lot of people give it, you know, don't give it enough value basically. So true. Now we talk about weight loss here on A Magical Life. Uh, Have you battled your weight? I have not battled my weight. I'm quite lucky with that. Like, you know, when I'm saying that sometimes you want to lose like a kilo or two, but that's a ridiculous argument. So I know that I'm in the lucky group who hasn't really had the 10 kilos of uh, coming from the thyroid or the chronic inflammation that they're having. Um, I'm very genetically blessed like that, I must say, um, because as I mentioned before, even in my 20s, when I thought I was being a vegetarian and I basically just ate pasta and and white bread and sugar all the time, I should have potentially, you know, been very um, overweight and unhealthy, but I wasn't. Um, so definitely I have a good genetic pool there and I was maybe also young enough and doing enough exercise, but I just believe that I'm a little bit on the lucky side of that. Uh, but then in the last, um, say, 10 years, I've just been on an incredible health journey with myself and healing my own body. Yeah, I have a very healthy relationship to food and nourishment and I, I've observed my mind quite a lot also what I'm really craving when I'm sometimes reaching for food and now that I I'm more aware of what I really crave which is sometimes more love and more connection or sometimes I'm just plainly bored so I observed myself during COVID recently eating a lot more and eating a lot more um, chocolate and stuff like that as well that it was often just out of pure boredom and it's very good to to observe that and then go, actually, I'm just bored. Uh, I need to do something else. And then you can actually replace that boredom with a, a fun activity with the children or having another project or finding an interesting book. And then I don't actually need that food so much anymore. That is such great advice. Thank you. Now, how do you keep your stress down? I know that you do meditation. What sort do you do? I became a Vedic meditator when I was also going through my health crisis. Um, that is very similar to transcendental meditation or it's basically the same. So it goes through a mantra that you are given and you repeat that mantra and you try to meditate twice a day for 20 minutes. I don't always make it twice a day, but I definitely uh, stick to my once a day because I have found it to be an absolutely key tool of also as a mom, sometimes not getting enough sleep at night, but knowing that my body goes into the deep brain waves of a deep healing or sleep state during that meditation and knowing that it can make up to like three hours of sleep during that 20 minute meditation has really helped me relax around um, you know sleep disruptions and stuff that are out of your control as well and so it's been interesting to observe how much stress has dropped off of me just purely knowing that I can catch up on 
my healing and my sleep state in my 20 minute meditation. So there's an interesting psychological thing going on that you're like stressing out about not getting enough sleep as a mom and oh my God, when am I going to get more sleep and I'm not going to be able to function. And once I knew I could just do my 20 minute meditation and I would catch up on another three hours, basically like that. So much stress dropped off of me already. That is great. Now, all of us functional health solutions practitioners look to you on our our little chat area there uh, for your aromatherapy skills. You are the essential oil wizard (laughs) or or witch. (laughs) Now, what would be a few essential oils you could recommend to people to help them keep their stress down? Oh, there's so many beautiful oils that can help with that. And they can often be very personal because our sense of smell is so linked to our limbic system, which is very primal. And it often takes us back into a memory trip uh, into the past where we have beautiful, positive memories of maybe um, a holiday in Italy where we smelled the lemon trees um, or lavender fields in France for example or sometimes something that your grandmother used and you smell something uh, like a lavender that your grandmothers often use and you feel instantly so nurtured and, and you, you know nurtured like only your grandmother used to do so obviously lavender um, and cedar wood and vetiver are some really, really grounding and well-researched essential oils in terms of calming people's minds. Um, there is so many, but again, I just urge you to just try a lot of them out and, and combine them. Pretty much all of them will really create a calm environment. They're so easy to use. Orange is one that just makes you super happy. All of the citrus fruits, the bergamots, the neroles have been shown to really lighten and brighten the mood. Yeah, so it's really a beautiful creative area to dive into. And depending on which state you're in, they're always going to help with your stress. That's what I love about them. They just do their job anyway even if you're potentially grabbing the wrong one. That's good to know. Now, people can find you on Instagram at The Wellness Witches or at www.thewellnesswitches.com.au. What can they find when they get in touch with you? They can find a lot of tips and tricks on how to decrease inflammation, heal their gut, move with more joy, um, some lymphatic tips and tricks and releasing their fascia at home. So I try to teach really, really practical hacks that people can actually implement straight away at home to help them to have more vibrant health. That's beautiful. Thank you again, Aileen, for joining me. I've really enjoyed talking to you today in the podcast. Now, before we let everybody go let's just remind people that you can be found at the wellness witches on instagram 
or at www.thewellnesswitches.com.au. Now, coming up in episode 15, we have another listener question that we'll be answering, and that's all about building a relationship with yourself and the importance of what you need in order to find true self-love and self-worth. Thank you again, Aileen, for joining us today. People can get in contact with you, ask you a few questions, check out the movement therapy that you're doing. It's absolutely beautiful to watch. And again, thank you for joining us. Go forth and create your magical life. Thank you so much. I had such a good time. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Please subscribe to hear future episodes, leave a review and share this podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at A Magical Life Podcast or at Holistic Natural Health Australia. That's holistic with a W. You can find us on Instagram at Holistic Natural Health or at www.holisticnaturalhealth.com.au. That's where you'll access all sorts of articles, freebies and more.